What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the last edition of the Hump Day Hotline before the NFL season is somewhat mm. officially upon us. Mm-hmm. It's so good to have every one of you. Hump Day Hotline on the uh, Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter, Joe Miller Wired. I'm one of the hosts of this year's show, and that guy sitting next to me is... Jay Smith, the king. What is going on, Joe? How's it going? I am uh, doing fantastic. I told you a funny personal story before the show started, so yeah. hopefully I got us a little bit loose <laughs> as I yeah. got in trouble, got my hand slapped four times. <laughs> yep, yep. Hey, but you know what? Like Bill Belichick says, if you're not if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's right. That's exactly right. Even though I was now more, more of an that sounds experience. very vague. That sounds so bad <laughs> that it, <laughs> there's no context to that. So we should no. probably just move on. But well, it's so good to have everybody with us. Uh, we are excited to be back with you for this. Uh, the first episode uh, where we actually have a roster. Uh, I don't hey. think the roster is finalized. Right. But we've no. got an official roster. Uh, welcome to everybody who is showing up in the comment section on YouTube. It's good to have every single one of you. Welcome to everybody that's going to listen to this in podcast form on what? Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever day it is. Uh, we have a long stretch, though, before Bill's football happens. A long. You know what I'm looking forward to, though? I'm looking forward to the Bill's playing on Monday Night Football because it gives us Thursday night to, to savor the NFL being back. It gives us all of Sunday to savor the NFL being back. And then, like, it's us, baby. Like, we are, we're on the pedestal. You know what? Last year was nice, though, to, to be Thursday. Like, to be yeah. the first game. And then that way, like, you get the win, and mm-hmm. you're all, like, all your emotions are all gone. And then that way, Sunday, you could just, like, relax. That was nice. Yeah. This time, I, I feel like it's going to be a lot of the same. You know, like, because Sunday, you, you won't be stressed at all watching any of the games. Nope. Uh, Thursday night, you won't care about the Chiefs. You'll be like, okay, the Chiefs are probably – we think the Chiefs will win, right? Like, they playing? Um, who are they playing? I just did a dog one show about it. Yeah, uh... <laughs> look, look it it's probably somebody easy, right? So we get we get the Jets, the Lions. The... It's the Lions. Oh come on! How does that happen? Yeah. Right, <laughs> like it's the Lions. Lions. You get Thursday the Lions at home football. Thursday yeah. night football, first game at of home. the season. Chiefs Lions with the Chiefs at home. That's the game. Mm-hmm. 
what yeah. is going on? And the spread on? is, and that's what I'm saying. I don't even know how I just forgot it because the spread is like six and a half in favor of of the Chiefs, and it's like you know, like six and a half, really. Like this, like now. I, we don't have to really get into it, but the thing is, I, I'm not sure you you might be able to make some money on it though because I feel like Chris Jones isn't playing. That's a big deal. They it's also just, don't have. It feels Frank like a setup. Defense. It feels it like does. a setup. It feels like and it feels like that early like Easy every once money, in a while now. Right? Yeah, like you know how and like you know how before Tom Brady at the beginning of the season the Patriots used to always kind of like have those two or three games where they just don't look like the Patriots. Yes. yes. And I feel like the Chiefs are kind of like that in they recent years now too, where like they come out and they just don't. So I don't know. Maybe that, that maybe that six and a half. You know, you you take them to beat the spread, and you might actually you might actually make some money on it. Yeah, I I just cannot believe that that's the game that they're opening the season with. That's a little bit lame. Like, right? There's got to be a bet. The Bills Jets is a better matchup. Now we're on Monday Night Football, which is great, but there's got to be somebody, somebody that weekend's got to be better than that. Like, yeah, that's they just want you know they they want the champions to start off on a high, and I get it. They, they should. They should. Should they? No, I'm just saying, because you like if we won a Super Bowl, I would want to start week one against. I mean, I would want to beat whoever, but I'm saying like you would want on the because it's going to be like the national stage to celebrate Mahomes yeah, yeah, MVP. Yeah. You know, it's going to be all of that. Yeah. So like you, you would want to win at home on that night. So I, I get it. I get got it. it. All right. Well, we're going to talk some Buffalo Bills football. We're going to talk some roster collection. We're going to talk. I don't even know a whole bunch of stuff. And we're just going to see where this show takes us a little bit. So, uh, yeah. Where do you want to start? I want to start. So obviously, so the fifty-three, like you said, is set. Um, there's, but it's not finalized in a right, way. Like you know, right. there's going to be some more gymnastics done to the to the just the entire roster. So um, I'm excited about a, a practice squad signing. Mm, mm. Kirksey finally got signed. He finally came in. Well, he's not signed yet, according to Brandon Bean. Pending a physical. Uh, we'll see, but mm-hmm. um, he chose to come to Buffalo where he could assign to any active roster. Buffalo currently doesn't have an open 53 spot for him, so he chose to come to Buffalo and join the practice squad. So that so that should let you know uh, that that hey teams teams guys are now looking to come to Buffalo to win. And I know we haven't yet, we haven't yet, but we're close, man. I'm I'm excited about the season. I don't know if I'm ready to call it and say that the Bills are going to take it yet. I, I'm I don't know if I feel that yet. I gotta. Yeah. So this is uh, Christian Kirksey's 10th season. He'll be going to his, into his 10th season. He's been with uh, three teams, Cleveland for, what, uh, six years, Green Bay, then Houston for two. He was a captain in uh, in Houston, and he's uh, coming to Buffalo, we believe, to play that middle linebacker spot that I, on Sunday, if you saw the reel, said <laughs> there is no qualified middle linebacker to start on this football team. There isn't. And A.J. Klein is now gone, right? Uh, we still don't know necessarily what we have in Terrell Bernard and Terrell Dodson looks to possibly be to get unseated. Now, the question is, is the Bills, I thought this was odd. They're not signing him to the active roster. Oh, no, they no. I was just laughing at uh, Ralph here. He says a live lion gnawing on Mahomes' arm would be more entertaining. Uh, but but no, I'm listening to you. Uh, yeah, you're so- good. You're good. Uh, but but no, it's, it was odd to me that they're signing him to to the practice squad. Why? Yeah. What is the reason to sign him to the practice squad? Because anybody can scoop him off the practice squad. They can sign him to their active roster. And then the Bills have to make a move, right? So why not just put him on the active roster? Well, I think in this case, you know, it's it's one of those situations where you know he chose to come here. He could have signed to any active team. 
Sure. So any active roster he could have signed right now. So I'm sure he had he had some offers. I think the relationship that he has with Jordan Poyer and mm. I think a couple other guys on the team from from his uh, previous years in the league, I think influenced him to want to come here. I think, like I said, the team is close. Mm-hmm. So he wants to win. And um, so I think at this point, yeah, teams can can offer him deals. But, you know, he has to want to sign the deal. It's, it's kind of like these parking lot deals that yeah. are made, right? Yeah. Like, I can't force you to, or can you? I don't know. That I'm, this, this is more of a question. If I'm on the practice squad and say the Jets decide they want to sign me, and I'm like, no, I, I I don't even, I don't want that contract. I don't want you. Yeah. I, like, I, I don't know if they can just, like, force you to play off of a practice squad onto another team's active roster, right? Well, no, yeah, they can take you, and the Bills have to, I think, match you, right, is what happens. The Bills have to put you on, have to put you on their active roster. I just, what's confusing to me is why not just sign him why not just sign him to the team that's what i don't well, i think there's i think the concern was the hamstring oh the, gotcha. so, so the injury and then i think also you you do want to give him i don't think you're not signing a guy like um I, and i don't want to say it in a mean way so you're not signing like a top five talent at the sure. middle linebacker position sure. Sure. so you, you do want to give him a little bit of time to get acclimated with the playbook. Brendan Bean said that he's familiar with, with the, the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will help, but you still want to let him get acclimated with, you know, what his role is here. Cause it's still going to be different in Buffalo than it was wherever he played. Yeah. Richard season. Rush says putting him on the practice squad gives the team time for him to learn yeah. the playbook. So is there an expectation for him not to play week one? I mean, if they're, if he's on a practice squad, you know, I, I would think going into the game, they, they would, Probably give it to what Bernard, you think? Christian then, McCaffrey goes to the Niners, plays week one, and has a stellar game. Baker Mayfield a, is signed out of the ditch in LA and goes and plays quarterback and wins week one. But a middle linebacker can't play week one with two weeks prep. I'm not I'm not saying I don't agree with you. I'm just saying that this is their thought process. Jay Spencer King, I, I don't blame me. This is I'm not on, on staff if one bill's Do drunk. not shoot the messenger, okay? Because I'm not saying I don't agree with you. In my opinion, you know, there's a hole at middle linebacker yes, currently. Yes, like, yes. so he's on our practice squad, or he's pending to be on our practice squad. So as the roster stands right now, yes. we have a hole. He was signed to fill that hole, to get him on the team. I don't yes, So that's me. But that's their thought process. Got it. It's all good stuff. It's, 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 it's a positive and it's what we wanted to see. Right. So coming off of Sunday for me, you got to do something. That hole is bigger than tackle. That hole is bigger than QB two. Uh, the expectation is Josh Allen is not going to get hurt this season, but a middle linebacker plays every down the defense is on the field. So that guy is the most important person there is. Right. So, uh, that's, that is exciting news. What else, what else you got for me, Jay Spence? Well, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Vaughn. You know, he's so he's starting on pub and I mean Miller just, has lied to you about everything he's ever he's said. He's been you. lying to me for so long. <laughs> the and, greatest PR machine in the league for oh, Vaughn Miller is Vaughn Miller. <laughs> he is, he is. And listen, the, the amount of times that he gets people to believe him on something. How like many, I, I just don't how many times have you woken up in the morning, popped on Good Morning Football, and Ian Rappaport's on there going, <laughs> Vaughn Miller said that he expects to play week one of the 2023 regular like, season. And then and then when, when I go online and I post, or you go online, or whoever, Bruce goes online and says, yeah, it's not likely that he right. plays week one, right. we get destroyed because they're like, well, Vaughn knows his body better than you. <laughs> he, I'm, yes, he does know his body way better than me. He does. However, you should, yeah, he it's he tore it at Thanksgiving. You're not going to play at week one. You're just yeah. 
he's I get it. He's superhuman. He did it like 10 years ago. It's it's not happening again, man. So good. So good. So anyways, Von Miller. Yeah. So he so he started on a pup list. And so now the defensive line is set. All the cuts were made out the trade. Boogie back. Boogie's gone. Yeah. Wild. Boogie is gone. Wild. And it was for a, what we we gave them a seventh round and they gave us a sixth round. I'm sure there's some conditions in there, but yes, but it was not what was originally reported, which was a swap of fives, which my own social That's media manager, me, social media manager gave me grief for. She's like, leave it to Joe to bring the room down. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, the reality is, is if we give them Boogie Basham for a fifth and, and, and just a swap of fives and the Giants finish ahead of us or behind us, rather, whatever, they finish with a better record. We lose twice on this, tra- on this trade. Like, so the fact that it's a sixth and a seventh helps, but you got to think that there's some conditions in there somewhere. Man. Okay, never mind. So the, the, the defensive line. So Boogie's gone. I was about to go somewhere else. Boogie's gone. We can live in this space because. Well, no, Brandon, because it's annoying, man. It's Brandon so annoying. Brandon said today about a second round draft pick that literally stood in front of the press and said, Boogie could have very easily made this roster. You just, just traded him for a six-round pick. A six-round <laughs> draft pick, man. And you gave away a draft a pick with him. <laughs> so and a so bag you really of didn't parts. gain anything. You just moved up a little bit. So, and, like, you – you, and then, okay, and some – I think I was talking to Sarah. Sarah text was like, well, they save, like, a million. A and although you're right. Yeah, I'm like, you're right. They, but to me, it's like the question is, is that worth it? No. Like, but, okay. So, but my, so it's annoying. When are we going to start? I got cussed out by thousands. I don't not literally thousands, but I got cussed out by people yesterday because I'm asking the question, like, when are we going to have the conversation? Sterling and I had it on Chop Up maybe five, six months ago. When are we going to have the conversation about Brandon Bean not doing a very good job at drafting in rounds two and three like we've given him credit for? And really outside of Josh Allen in round one. Who he didn't draft. Who he no, he did draft. Uh, he, drafted, he, he didn't yeah, draft. He Trey. Yeah, right. he didn't. He didn't draft Trey. He didn't draft yeah. Trey. So he got Josh and Tremaine. But I'm saying, like, outside of that, because Tremaine's gone. Now. I think Tremaine is a success, but Tremaine's gone. To me, you draft guys, you develop that talent, and then you try to maintain it. Like yeah. you keep your guys. He does very well in free agency. Very. He good. does an amazing job with trades. He does an amazing job when he's structuring a lot of these contracts. He. He's a very good GM. I'm not saying that he isn't, right. but he is not perfect. There is something that happens to the talent that he scout or his team scouts in rounds two, three, and really I could even four, maybe say four. And, and how many guys are not on this team? And then people want to yell at me because I'm questioning. So is this guy above criticism? Daryl in the comments says, you can't criticize Bean. He's bulletproof. bulletproof. I love Brandon Bean. I think if you search my if you search my Twitter handle and Brandon Bean's name, you'll see nothing but love. Like, it's nothing but, like, memes of me with heart eyes and all of this stuff about how much I love Brandon Bean. And, you know, like, just, just cool little jokes about Brandon Bean. I love the dude. But yeah. let's be realistic, man. Like, Cody Ford just found out he made a 53 yesterday. Cody Ford was our second round draft pick. Uh Cody Ford, AJ Epinesa, Boogie Bash. Like, Boogie like, Bash. like there's so like but meanwhile, Brandon Bean steps in the batter box when the round five comes up, like Josh Allen at uh, Micah Hyde's softball tournament. Like, let's go, baby. <laughs> like, hey, on, why don't hey, we, he, you could probably make an argument the Bills should just trade one, two, three, and four. Just, 
get rid of them. <laughs> just get rid of them. And, and give us a bunch five. of fives. Yeah, give, freaking, give us a bunch of fives. Freaking Dane Jackson, uh, Levi Wallace, Gabe Davis, like all these guys, Matt Milano, all these guys, round five. And like I said, he's done a tremendous job with this roster. So I'm not questioning his his ability to build a roster. I'm questioning his ability to draft. You can build teams different ways. But in order to maintain this relevancy like he wants to, you can't do it through free agency because got yo know, when Vaughn's contract really blows up and Josh and then Steph and then you're talking about, you know, there's some other contracts on this you talk about matt milano he took a friendly deal but it's still it's still an amount yeah <laughs> it's not cheap jessica tennis says they're they're still playing the nfl they're not true bust i didn't say anybody was a bust they're just nobody not, said they're bust they're just not what you're looking to get in one two three and four right so and some they're of them gone. some of them are busts so i mean some zach some, moss was gone zach yeah zach yeah zach yeah, zach moss yeah devin singletary like who was and the funny part is we have we wear Homer glasses, Homer goggles. I was thinking about this the other day, like the, fa the fact that these guys are guys we love. You and I sat here and did a roster projection for the defense, and we had a hard time figuring out if Boogie was going to be off. The like, no way, Boogie makes this team. Boogie makes this team, right? Maybe it's AJ Epina. And meanwhile, Boogie's like out the door, right? But they did. Yeah, it's 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 tough, dude. Like, we we are close to these players as far as, like, not literally close to them. Like, like we want to see them succeed. These are our draft picks. These are our children. <laughs> right? We drafted them. We love them. We want to, you know, anyway. We love these dudes, yeah. We love these dudes, yeah. So, What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, but it's, it's surprising. So what's going on with Bill's East? New Jersey, the New Jersey Bills, right? So Man. Joe Shane is collecting all the guys that he helped draft. It's a little yeah. weird, a little weird, right? And and you know what? I, I, when I say this, because this is just how it works for the Buffalo Bills. Just literally, almost every time, other than with like, like Sammy Watkins, Boogie's gonna go there. He's gonna end up having a breakout year. He's gonna get sixteen sacks, and like he, he's probably gonna get two interceptions or some crazy shit like that. Like it's just gonna be it's gonna be insane. And and then we're gonna be like, why didn't we keep Boogie? And it's, it's just how it works. But good luck to Boogie, man. I'm so happy for him. Um, whether it was him or AJ Epinesa, I'm happy for whoever to get another opportunity in this league. The, the guy, they're both good guys. Um, you know, we're just all this debate and the stuff that we do. We just want the team to win. That's all. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's yes, you want it. And, and for me, it's I want the best, you know, 11 guys on the field at any given moment. So that's if, if we get the best 11 guys at any given moment, then that's the most important thing to me. And everything else is water under the bridge. But, you know, it's just it's just. It's just strange. Andy Isabella makes the practice squad. Surprised. I was I was surprised he was cut, especially with I mean, Shorter came came on the roster to effectively get moved off for PUP due to his hamstring. But I was surprised Andy Isabella didn't make the roster and excited that he came back to the practice squad. So you've got the list up there. You want me to just go through them? Uh the Buffalo Bills today signed to their practice squad Eli Anku, which to me is not a surprise. Uh, Marcel Aitman, Kyron Brown, Cameron Klein. I can never get the same. Is it Garage? Richard Garage? Mm -hmm. 
Garage, yep, uh, Jamarcus Ingram, Andy Isabella, Kevin Jarvis, Ty Johnson, Greg Mance, Tyrell Shavers, Brian Thompson, Kendall Vickers, and Joel Wilson. Who and on Brandon that list? Bean, well, and also Brandon Bean mentioned that he's uh, working on a quarterback who will more than likely be announced tomorrow. Yes, and what's what's always strange to me is like they get these roster, these practice squad rosters filled out. So you didn't make the team, but we want to bring you back to the practice squad. And then it's like Christian Kirksey's available. Uh, sorry, Ty Johnson, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, it's not funny. Like we're not laughing for a guy who's losing their job. It's more so like it's just a cutthroat business, oh and it's one gosh. of those things where it's just like you know. But and how many how many teams that we I, th- I think I saw the the Packers and I saw a couple other teams like wish a guy happy birthday and then cut him i did not see that yo it happened like three or four times over the last week and it's just like yo how do you go on social and like actually make a great you took time to make a graphic yes no yes so it was funny because uh reed ferguson was on good morning america uh two days ago before cut down day so he was on good morning america monday morning or tuesday morning maybe it was one of those days and then he gets cut and i was waiting for good morning america to put something out not understanding what was going on even my dad texted me he's like who's gonna snap the ball like we don't have a long snapper i was like dad reed gets cut every year he gets cut every year dude mimi hit me uh mimi fina she was like uh what in the world is that she was like why and i was like it's it's okay like he But you know what? He does it every single year. And you know what? It looks like Isaiah McKenzie is the newest uh, version of that for another team out in yeah. out in Indianapolis. If he doesn't end up on a team, are you going to have to buy a Bills McKenzie jersey when no, he, they when... picked him back up? He was signed. They they oh. they, they cut him. So oh, they, they parking lot on the practice guy. Yep. And then they, oh, they, they resigned him. They parking lot. I was going to say, because like Isaiah Hodgins is getting what's the number? 286, 486, 386. What's the number? It was four. But. I think yeah, it was three. Get it. I'll get the jersey. It's okay. I might as well get it now. So that way, by the time when he comes to Buffalo, you can get a sign from me. That's what I want. I Dude, want I'm struggling. Other. I told somebody. So, so somebody that I work with is a Bills and Giants fan. He's from New York City and lived in Rochester for a long time. His wife's family oh, is all from Rochester. Oh, so every, wait, every time. Wait, how, how they beat us in a Super Bowl. How can you, how can and you he said, he said, he said when the Bills play the Giants in Super Bowl, I was the only one in the house rooting for the Giants. But every time we're on a team's call, he says, go Bills and everything else. And he's, He's literally talking to me just about that. And I was like, bro, I, I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I, like, there's a chance that like if Isaiah does well, that I might buy a, a different jersey than the Bills for the first time in my life. Like, I might buy a Hodgins jersey just to have one. So, yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be wild. But yeah, what six, week six is that one of this? He might uh, have 400 yards by week six. Okay, let's relax. Joe. He even said the dude. The dude even said to me, the guy that I work with, he's like, uh, all of us in it, for the Giants are really excited about this kid. Like they really, should be really, they excited. should be. He's, I mean, no, he's, he's fun. And the, his work ethic and the way he's worked himself into a position to really be a contributor for that team is, is impressive. And it, this is one of those, again, this is just one of those decisions where we're talking about, um, you know, we're talking about Brandon Bean getting rid of a player who, you know what, Bruce, <laughs> you, you, for those listening by podcast, I'm sorry I stopped in the middle of my thought there, but Bruce says Isaiah Hodgins is to Joe what Cam Newton is to Spence. You know that I think that is the perfect way to describe your love for Isaiah, and because I think everybody understands my love for Cam. Like, he, like I bought a, I bought a Patriot, I bought two Patriots jerseys. It, oh, we, already, we already did it. Yeah, we already did it, Bruce. We, a month uh, ago. <laughs> Yeah, we already got the over under bet. Um, and really, I took it 
I think he's going to get the over. I think he's gonna gonna do it. But I took it just to make it interesting. I'll buy his jersey. Uh, so I think we got to come up with a different bet, like an actual real bet for something else this season. Uh oh. Shout out to the big dog, my man Matt. Uh, Buffalo Rumblings ace top dog at the at the top says Hodgins still wouldn't make the Bills roster this season, and Joe is fuming. I I'm see not- nothing but steam coming from the top of his head. But before there's we a get guy in this that- roster that I just want to know what he's done to make the football team. Well, wait before we get your reaction on that. <laughs> I have a quick message. <laughs> Bills Mafia is back. Are you ready for it? The third annual Buffalo Rumblings IPA beer release party is going down September 16th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Resurgence Brewing Company located downtown at 55 Chicago Street. I'm going to tell you what, you do not want to miss this event. Come out and hang with Joe, Sarah, and the rest of the Buffalo Rumblings crew for the Megapod. You're going to want to bring your questions and be a part of the live stream. Get involved. It's going to be live. And this year, we're also going to have our friends from Fans of Buffalo joining the party and sponsoring the fun. They're going to be in the house to provide you with all the information you need to make your away game day experience the easiest and the most smooth that you've ever had in your life. I can promise you, they they do their job very well. So make sure you make it out Saturday, September 16th, 6 p.m., Resurgence Brewing Company, 55 Chicago Street. Go Bills. Go Bills. I'm ready. I can't wait for that, man. I don't need to say anything. The, the comment section is arguing for me. So the comment section is going <laughs> at it. Watcher says, "Ouch, you triggered Joe with that comment, Matt." So, so Joe, let me let me ask you. So, what do you? How do you feel right now with the talent? Because a lot of people think, in so people in Buffalo, people outside of Buffalo, feel like Buffalo actually did upgrade their wide receiver room this year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. So, so with the roster that we have this year being upgraded. Do you think Isaiah comes back? Like, if he was in this training camp, you think he makes his roster? For sure. Over to Khalil Shakir? Yes, I think so. Mm. But but we're also talking about a situation. I don't. I mean, I don't even understand what the Bills are worried about. They're worried. So they weren't worried that Isaiah was going to get scooped off the roster, but they're worried that Shakir is going to, who had ten receptions last year, doesn't play special teams, can't block what he's on the field. Like, I just, I don't. It, it, I'm not. I hope Khalil Shakir finds his way onto the field and like dominates. But if I'm a betting man, Andy Isabella is the guy. <laughs> they going wild in these comments, man. <laughs> they, they getting that mad about that. That that's. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, right? I mean, do you? I mean, yeah. So it's but but th- no. If we're gonna if we're gonna focus on the wide receiver room, the Brandon Bean has done a phenomenal job with the wide receiver. Like Trent Sherfield is great. Deontay Hardy was a great pickup. You know, two guys that I barely even knew who they were when the Bills picked them up. And now I'm super excited about them. I like the shorter pick. Like, there's a lot of opportunity and potential. The Bills go into the season with more than two boundary-wide receivers, which is big for me. Uh, I still don't think that's talked about enough for what they did last year. Um, Walter S. says, Devil's Advocate. Shakir did nothing to get cut either. Well, he didn't have a great camp or preseason. Shakir earned more playing time than Hodgins did in how many years? I, I mean, it's... You, there was a completely different roster then. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders was on this team. Cole Beasley was on this team. Like, well, and it was the same amount of time. Hodges, and he was injured. And year, he was injured. And then Hodgins the got, year, Hodgins yeah. got hired or hired. Hodgins got drafted knowing they were going to have to shut him down his rookie season. That's why he went in the sixth round. He was graded out to be a third round draft pick. And, but he fell because he loses rookie season and did. And then he had a PCL in his second season, which he was injured for about six weeks and then just couldn't get on the field. 
Tasker. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, Jessica. Uh, shout out to Jessica. She she's in here all the time, man. All she, the time. Good people. Yeah. She says Tasker has Isabella or had Isabella over Shakir, and Tasker is was a wide receiver. Uh, I think a lot of us had. I, I absolutely had Isabella over Shakir, but I think that's coming from a place of me looking at the team and wanting guys who can make things happen with the ball. And I, I know what we've seen from Shakir in college is that he could, but last season what we saw from him with opportunities is. Mm that a lot of times he, he was looked over. He made some good plays. He made a lot of, not a, I don't want to say a lot, because that's that's stretching it and making it sound like he was a, a major part of the offense. But he made some good plays in some key moments where it was like, okay, he made a, some good third down receptions, mm-hmm. a few down the field. You know, I think that the Dolphins game, I think he yep. made a big play. So, yep. you know, he, he he's, a, he's a receiver that everybody wants the potential. Like, we're, we're excited about him because we're excited about the potential. But then when you look at a player like Andy Isabella, and you saw him in camp have a better camp than Shakir. You saw him play better in the games mm-hmm. than Shakir. So it just makes you say, well, I want the guy that's playing better. At least that's me. I, I don't know. No, I'm with you. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want every episode of the Hump Day Hotline this year to be about Isaiah Hodgins, even though I did last year. I did a Hodgins watch for the for, for every wednesday so we're just talking about how we did that week but yeah well in a way it will be because we got to have our hodgins tracker for our bet so like every well, week we'll update it. so i mean it's gonna be a, you know what we just got to get him on one time that that's so, like when he breaks it like and and then that way you both can clown me like spence really bet against us man he said that you were i'd be like dang man you're gonna put me on black we got the whole thing planned it's gonna be fly bro like let's yeah, just yep. do it yeah get yep. him on for sure we'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> so moving on what's next um really you know what we can go anywhere you want but the 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 place that i really want have you caught up on hard knocks yet i have not i'm behind Uh, okay okay well i won't i won't i won't go there then but let's talk about this jets football game i mean i know we're going to talk a little bit about it next week as well obviously leading into the season opener Mm -hmm. um where are you at i mean aaron Rodgers had moments in that first preseason game where he looked like aaron Rodgers, and the other times when he you know, it was a little challenging. It was a preseason game. As preseason games go, it was one, which is what I've said about all the Bills games. Garrett Wilson looks like a nightmare. Um, that dude is a stud. That dude is a stud. Um, but, I mean, where are you at on that game? Like, and now with Ooh. Dalvin. And so, Dalvin, so I had a fantasy draft. I'm sure you've had several. Like, Dalvin Cook went way late. Like, people are taking Brees Hall over him. Like, I'm just, where does Dalvin Cook fit in that offense? See, to me, I think for the first half of the season, maybe first four or five games of the season, I think Dalvin Cook is going to get the bulk of the carries. So I think really, I mean, long term, depending on what you're drafting in like a dynasty or something, I would go right. Brees Hall. Right. But I mean, right. early on, man, like you you absolutely, if you can get Dalvin Cook late, man, get him. Because early on, Brees Hall, he's playing, he's back. But, you know, running backs especially, the only one that I've seen come back after an ACL and, and just beast it was Adrian Peterson. Nobody else in history has come back from an ACL tear and looked like that. So I just think Brees Hall is going to take a little bit of time. I mean, even different positions. Look at Trey. Look at like look at every every professional athlete the year after an ACL tear. They come back and they're just not the same. So, you know, I, I would absolutely be looking at Dalvin Cook. I don't know how Dalvin Cook isn't the workhorse. I don't know. Like, I know Brees Hall. Yes, it's going to take Brees Hall, what, as you said, like six weeks, seven weeks to kind of get up to speed. I just, um, it's just, they're a confusing team to me that worry me. Like that team, I'm a little 
little worried for opening week. I think that's a game that's a really, really out-of-the-box tough matchup for the Buffalo Bills. Not that the Rams weren't last year. Mm-hmm. And the Bills came, went into L.A. and housed them. Not housed them, but like they had control of that game. There wasn't a moment in that game where it wasn't under control, and that's with Aaron Donald on the field. There's just a lot. And maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm glitzed by the by the hard knock stuff, right? I mean, they always do a very good job of, I mean, they did it with the, the Lions last year. They made the Lions come into the season looking like, man, these guys are ready to roll. <laughs> like the Lions mm-hmm. are going to roll. And the Lions didn't. They didn't roll. So they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't. And I mean, first of all, can I just say about the Lions? I hope they roll. <laughs> I just, just, I just, I just want to say, I hope that the the Lions roll, like beat the Chiefs, just hundred percent. Okay, but back to the Jets. I, look, I um, I don't think many people are gonna gonna like how I think the season's gonna start. I think the Buffalo Bills are gonna start with an L, um, and I don't think it's because we're not a better football team. I think that it's an away game. It's mm. against a division rival, and then. It's always tough. I think they have one of the best defenses in the NFL. And then I think when you upgrade the quarterback position as much as they did from what they had last season, I think it's just going to be tough to figure out what that offense looks like without really seeing Aaron Rodgers on film with these guys and with this offense. So I just I think it's going to be a difficult one unless Josh kills it. And, you know, I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's by any means like a blowout or nothing like that. But I just think the Buffalo Bills start off with an L and then come back and beat Vegas and then go on a run. Like I think so I'm not saying that the Bills are going to lose like a bunch of games. I think they're going to go on a run. It's probably maybe three games all year that we lose. That's the one thing we have not done. And this is totally off script. Bills. It is. We have not done a schedule. I haven't done a schedule prediction with anybody. So normally, normally Fina and I at least do one. You've been too busy. You've been on on the lake. You know, you've been you've been just third down, baby. Yeah, third down, and that's coming later. I got I got I got it queued up. Don't worry, I got it queued up. <laughs> so you got the Bills, Jets, Bills losing in New York. I, you know, it's it's not. Um, Let me try to find a graphic word? while you're going. It's not a graphic for the bill schedule i'll throw it up on the oh gotcha 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 well i can share my screen i'm looking at the schedule right now present uh share screen ddddd bill schedule and boom look at that fancy um look at how look at how tech savvy this 50 year old man is not bad (laughs) i think i can zoom it in too can i zoom i can zoom it check that out (laughs) it's the little things (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the things that make us happy that's right right so the bills play the jets so i think the bills split with the jets absolutely i just wonder if it's going to be another one of those weird years where it's like we split but the home team loses oh there you go you got a much better graphic than I got. does that make sense what i just said yeah and, and i kind of think that's what's going to happen you know we're we're in new jersey so it's home for them it's a big night it's the first you know so i, I just think they take this one um and and that's okay so you got the Bills losing to the Jets week one. Hmm. Yep. I absolutely believe the Bills beat the Raiders opening week on or home for the home opener on the 17th, which all of us will be in Buffalo. Can now and Charles is coming back too, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think we dog walk the Raiders. And I don't think we just beat them. I think we dominate and dog walk the Raiders. And and you know the Bills Commanders game is a dub. You know, it's the funny thing is is depending on how that loss looks against the jets is going to determine how that conversation goes up until 
the zero the, the clock hits zeros on the Raiders Bills game, right? So I mean, if, if the Ra- if the Jets come in and basically take us apart, right? So Cincinnati Bengals playoff game takes us apart. It's not going to be fun that week at all. Like I'll be avoiding the television and won't want to talk like in any of these shows. If it's a close game and it's a contest and the Jets come out and they play well and the Bills come out and they play well and it comes down to the wire and it's, you know, within three points, is can you be upset if the Bills lose that game? Uh yeah. If it's close, you can be upset. You just you just predicted them to lose. Well, I mean, I predict them to lose. It doesn't mean that you can't be upset. I mean, we were mad about a second preseason game, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be mad, you know? So, but I do, I do, I just think it's because it's going to be one of those. And you know what? Um, T. Dobbs in the comments just said exactly what it is. Uh, they can't lose the opener. The media will go nuts and crown Rodgers and the Jets with a Super Bowl after one game. They can't let that happen. But I think that's exactly what happens. It would that's be amazing if that happened. And Josh Allen came to the podium and went, relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be perfect. <laughs> That'd be perfect. So, so okay, so we got Jets. Uh, well, I got Jets. Oh, you got a win or a loss? Oh, I don't even know. Um, I feel like I should go against you just so we don't have the same exact prediction. So I'm going to say the Bills win that football game. I think I think okay. the Bills. I think they do a very good job of showing up in prime time. I, they do, and Josh is Josh is big time on prime time games, right. big time, right? Yeah. So I think the Bills win. So yes. Yeah. So I got the Bills three and zero after the Commanders game. Dolphins okay, and, at Bills October one. And listen, I can see that. And with me predicting that it's a loss, trust me, I want to be wrong i'm not so i would love to be three and oh and then miami week four right because right. i'm right. with you with the next two games so week four uh how what do you feel about miami in buffalo son of a gun dude like this is a the, the bills have a freaking tough schedule like i want to just believe right like it's the it's the scene with uh with with uh you know the bruce from from uh my brain is not working for Braveheart. Like he's, I want to believe as he does. Like, I want to believe that the bills can beat the dolphins and the jets that early in the season. And I think they can, I just can't see the, I can't see the, I'm a Homer dude. I can't see the dolphins beating the bills in Buffalo. Okay. I'm with you there. I don't, I don't think, but see, I'm also right now. I'm of the mindset that I don't think that the dolphins are as good as advertised. So, um, you know, cause I think last well, Christian, season they were exactly- Christian Wilkins playing in that football game. Is Christian Wilkins playing? That's a good question because that's a huge loss. If he is not playing, I don't think they win. I don't think think the Dolphins can beat the Bills if Christian Wilkins is not playing. Well, I don't think they they come into Buffalo and win anyways. You know, so, you know, I I just – I don't think – I know it was close in the playoffs. I know what Dolphins fans like to say, but they're not going to – they're not coming into Buffalo. I was at the gym today. Mind you, cut-down day was yesterday. So that Fred – or Fred Taylor, that that, uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor trade had to happen yesterday. I said in the gym today, if if the Dolphins had gotten Jonathan Taylor, like Super Bowl champions, just crown them. That's how I felt if they had gotten Jonathan Taylor. See, I felt like that about us. And I know we're like, I don't think we need Jonathan Taylor, but I, I really feel like, you know, if you add that type of weapon to the run game for Buffalo, that's literally that's literally the only offensive weapon we don't have. I think James Cook is good and I think he's going to be very good. He's not going to be the the year that Jonathan Taylor dominated the NFL. Like he's not going to be that good. Did you see right? that? Tweet? Did you see that tweet I sent uh, yesterday? Which on? which one? You, you were you, you had Twitter fingers yesterday, Joe. You was out there. 
<laughs> Which one? not true. <laughs> Let me see if I can cue it up. By the way, have you seen the Josh Allen commercial yet? We might have to show I that. I have, man. I love that commercial. That commercial is awesome. We might have to show that commercial just to show that commercial. Hang on a second. So uh, pulling it up, pulling it up. So get ready to cue your picture back up again because I'm going to take yep, yep. a stop screen share. Oh, you did already. Duh. Uh, da, 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 da. It won't give me. Oh, there we go. Share screen. So this is uh, hilarious. So tell me if you've seen this or not. So he he went he he started doing jujitsu so he could learn to fall. Have you seen this yeah, yet? Roll over. Yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. And dirt map. Like... <laughs> oh, there it is. So for those watching or listening by podcast, uh, we're watching a play from the Dolphins and Jaguars preseason game where it was a high snap and the ball went over to his head and he runs to try to, to try to recover the ball. And all the falling training that he had just goes out the window. He just he just takes a, a mouthful of dirt and then somebody just lands right on top of him. It's and yeah. <laughs> brother takes a dirt nap big time that is amazing oh you can put that back up sorry about that so well i'm gonna i think we both agree uh that we're gonna we're gonna beat the the dolphins so then then it's our international series and we are going dude listen listen mother truckers buffalo bills i'm going to europe oh. you better you better freaking win that football oh. game oh damn okay okay they 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 brought it out of joe if, if I spend all that money to go to Europe, <laughs> you boys better show up too. I don't want to see anybody running for the bus five minutes into the game. Like, we'd, we'd rather be any place else but here. <laughs> I hate the international series, though, man. I just feel like one of one or both teams just have horrible – Every it's, it's so rare that, like, both teams play well. It, like, just going back to as far as I can remember them doing it, even, like – I, I don't know. Like they just never play well. I, I hate it. Believing hate in it, the but... Jaguars is like believing in the Browns and the Lions. Do you believe in the Jaguars? I do. What? I do. That offense, dude. Are you kidding me? Uh, show over, ladies and gentlemen. You've been tuned into the Hump Day. <laughs> hey, hey, we can get on. We can get on because I'm just saying, dude. Have you? Have you? Seriously. Have you have you paid attention to everything that they've done or something? I just don't or, believe or in Trevor season? Lawrence. I do not believe in Trevor Lawrence. Dude. Dude. That's a cold dude right there, man. Like that that's a cold dude. And then and then adding so the offense already took a major step forward last season. And then you're going to add Calvin Ridley? Are you Are you I kidding agree. me? I agree Calvin. Oh. Yes, I agree on Calvin Ridley. I just uh I just I have a hard time. Like I have a hard time with the Jags. Like they're just uh man. So what do you got? European game. I'm gonna go L. Oh, don't do this to me. See, sorry, this is the moment I'm this is the moment I'm regretting calling the, the Bills Jets win. So that's a one, two, three, four, five and oh. I don't I find it hard to believe the Bills are gonna start the first five games five and oh. I think there's there's a loss in there somewhere. I just don't know which game it is. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey. 
instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I got two in there, so I agree with you. <laughs> I'm five and zero. I'm, I'm going to end this season seventeen and zero, baby. You are, you are. <laughs> the Giants at the Bills, eight twenty p.m. So uh, that's uh, if you are a Bills season ticket holder, that is a game to sell your tickets for because uh, Giants fans pay big money. When the Bills were like crappy during the drought, Giants fans would come to Buffalo and pay big money for their tickets. Yeah, for the tickets. But uh, like I used to get like three hundred twenty bucks a seat back then but anyways especially if you don't like night games but the bills win this game right i've got them at six yeah. and oh like this is i'm i've i've turned into howard simon <laughs> the bills are winning every two. game you're four and two so you got the I'm bills beating the giants two. as well patriots yep. bills come on i'm uh, seven and oh baby <laughs> week eight uh, uh week eight you got bucks bills yeah baker mayfield you getting a yep. jersey you getting a new jersey you know what? I just might get a Baker jersey. I might just do it. <laughs> I, you know, and I'm not even joking. I think I really, I might, I might look for a. I, I want a game worn jersey. <laughs> yeah, I want a game worn Baker. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a quip. So is that like where the trash has gone into the bag and then you've emptied the bag? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm gonna go online like, after this. I'm gonna find a, a game worn Baker Mayfield jersey. That's what I got, want. It's got like grease and like eggshells inside it. Like <laughs> what we're talking about right now, like some beers, stale beers, cigarette ashes. Like so, you, but you got this one as a win for the Bills, right? So you're at eight and oh. God, I hope so. The Buccaneers and Bills. I think the Bills lose to the Bengals. You're shaking your head yes, but you're not talking. Well, no, you said lose to the Bengals. I think this year we are a different team than we were last year because this is week nine. We have Micah Hyde. I also think that Von Miller will be back by week nine. So I'm going to give the Buffalo Bills a win against the Cincinnati Bengals, and I think it's going to be convincing. I don't think it's going to be close. I think Josh Allen is on a mission this year to embarrass anybody that anyone has compared him to, and I think the first victim that he's – I mean, he already has eight games before this, but I think the first victim that he feels offended by is going to be Joe Burrow week nine, and we're going to see one of those games. You know those games that he used to have in Miami where he has like four passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns? He's going to have one of those games where he has like 80 yards rushing, 365 yards passing, no interceptions. It's going to be something ridiculous like that. And I don't care if y'all think this is a crazy take. I don't care. Y'all could take it. Y'all could post it. Y'all could pin it. Y'all could do whatever y'all want to do to it. Take a picture. It'll last longer. I don't care. It's happening. It's happening. I got the Buffalo Bills with a dub there. So right now I'm sitting. Where are we at? Seven I'm, and at two. I'm at eight and one. But uh, they got to stop the Bengals first. They going to stop them. Because you know, the Bengals the Bengal, the more than any other team in the NFL know how to beat this defense. But guess what? They don't know how to beat them with Micah Hyde. They don't know how to beat them with a healthy Von Miller. They don't. I'm telling you. And the trade that we got this year is not the trade that came back last year. 
I'm just trying to told you what's about to happen, man. Josh is about to be on a mission. It's about to go down. And y'all ain't got to believe it. I'm telling you. See, now, y'all, I'm telling you, it's when when we play these damn bangles, I want y'all to come back to this, to, to this one right here. I want y'all to come back to this one because I'm going to post it. I'm going, Joe, I'm going to post it. You should post it. Use your Twitter fingers and post Twitter it. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Bengals for a loss. So we're going to lose there. So you're at eight and one. I'm at seven and two. Eight and one. They beat the Broncos nine and one. Yep. I'm with you there. Uh, Jets. Jets. This time around, I got to win. I think they beat the, I think, they, well, I guess I called them to split. So I guess I'm at what? Nine and two. Mm-hmm. Eagles. Dun, dun, dun. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts, who's basically running the, the Josh Allen offense. Um, where do you buy into the Eagles? I know they went to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they're a bad football team, but do you buy into who they are, or do you see a? I don't want to use the word collapse, but do you see them playing this season not as well as they played last year, which happens a lot in the NFL? Team comes out, they flash, they look good, go to the Super Bowl, fade. That is exactly what I think will happen. I think uh, that, and I also think that we're going to see um a realization about the same thing that happened with the bills kind of last year you know like now the bills aren't the darling of the nfl and that, so so this is the year they, they made it to the super bowl they didn't quite win everybody's expecting jalen hurts to to turn into the next one to enter into that patrick mahomes conversation then josh allen and mm-hmm. to, they're expecting him to get into that conversation i think we're going to realize that he's not quite the quarterback mm. that everybody thinks he is he's good he's a very good player but he's not a quarterback of that caliber. And I think we're going to see that this season. I do not, I do not have them going to the Super Bowl again. I don't have them being as that they're going to win the division. They'll win their division, but yeah. I don't have them being like, I think what it was, it wasn't until like week 15 that they lost their first game or something. Right. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah it was not, crazy. not this year. Not yeah. This they, year. they don't, they don't have quite the cake schedule this year either. So you've got the bills beating the Eagles in Philly 425 on November 26th. I sure do. I'm going to take an L there. Only because I think the Bills beat the Chiefs the next week. Okay. 425, December 10th. I think we beat the Chiefs anyway. So I have seen four Bills games in that stadium, and I have grown to love that that crowd and that fan base. Like, that that crowd is just – there probably isn't a better crowd, in my opinion, in the NFL aside from the Bills, right? Um, When you talk about – just being in sync with each other and understanding what's going on and moments and situations. They're, they're right there with the bills are just, they're just, it's just another level. Um, but I think, I think the bills beat the chiefs that week. I think they beat them. The, the bills have a, do a good job of beating the chiefs regular season. I think they do it again. I've got the bills. What do I have them? Three losses now. What week is that? One, no, two, that three, was, four. so we're, was I'm, at, I'm at 10 and three. What are you at? Wait, where's your third? Where's the three losses? I got them losing to the Eagles jets. And did I say oh, you that? had them losing to the Eagles. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know where I was for that. I completely blanked out then because I didn't hear any of that. So I was beating the Eagles. Yeah. 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 I've got them losing to the Eagles, beating the Chiefs. Okay. So um, we're going to beat the Eagles. I got us beating the Chiefs as well. Nice. What are you at? I'm at 13 and three. Are you at 13 and three? No, I have two losses at this point. Two. Wow. So I've lapped you. Uh, Cowboys, Bills, Bills win that football game. Yep. Uh, Bills, Chargers in uh, LA. I at think this is point, another victim. At some point in time, the Chargers have to become something, right? They've got talent on that football team. Yeah, it just won't Williams, be against the Bills. Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert. They've got 
Bosa on the defense. They've got good freaking football players. Amazing team. An amazing team, but it just won't be against the Bills. What are the chances the Chargers rise up and they actually own that division over the Chiefs this year? Zero? Uh, I give it more like a 10% chance. I think Justin Herbert is very talented. He's a good quarterback. Very much so. He's a good quarterback, but but uh, this game is is going to the Bills. I agree. It's tough for me to agree. This is one that I'm going to be nervous about. I think the Bills be – when was the last time we played the Chargers? COVID year, right? No. Did we play them COVID year? Uh, Had to be four years ago, COVID year. We did play them COVID year. We did. That was the one where uh, Josh had the phantom interception where he threw it and – we caught it, but it, he the guy ripped it out. And oh, yeah, no, that was yeah. the Rams. That was a Rams game. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we did. That was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was this the game where Josh threw the first down on fourth down to Cole Beasley, 22 yards down the field, up the middle of the field? Is that what this Man. game was? Yeah. <laughs> this is the this is the game where Bosa whipped him yeah. into the in, into the turf where he whipped mm-hmm. where Joey Bosa whipped a two hundred and forty five pound six foot six quarterback into the dirt. <laughs> I remember, yeah. So that's so yeah. So I think the Bills win that football game too. So I'm at yeah. uh, a no. What am I at? Fifteen and fifteen and three, right? Bills Patriots win. Fifteen and three. Ain't no eighteen games. Oh, me. sorry. What am I? Where am I at? So <laughs> 17, 15, 12, and three. Bills We're Patriots. 16, so yeah, yeah. B- Bills beat the Patriots uh, unless they're resting players, which they shouldn't. So I'm be. at fourteen and two. And then, uh, how hot is it going to be on January twenty seventh in Miami? Are we going to that game? Uh, more than likely, I will be in Miami. I didn't that say you. Good. I said we. Are we going to that game? If, if you're going, I'll go. So yes, Miami in January. Beth will probably want to go. Heck I, yeah. I mean, we we might have to make that happen. Heck yeah, I think we lose that game though. That's the last game of the season. I think I agree. The Bills will have the division wrapped up. I think the Bills will be looking forward to the playoffs to probably play Josh Allen for, you know, half the quarter or maybe the maybe for the first quarter, and then the Dolphins do what they have to do. To, or maybe they are an embarrassment like they were a few years ago and can't beat our backups. So mm-hmm. maybe that's what happens. Who knows? Because the Dolphins are the Dolphins. So, but yeah. So that's how I got to to the fourteen and three this year. Uh, it, it is a tough schedule, but. I think everybody is is ignoring the fact that the Buffalo Bills are a tough team. And by tough, I don't mean that we're a tough team like like a bully, but I think offensively we're we're dominant mm. and and I don't think that it's, you know, I don't even think that it's a question. We're dominant. And then mm. on defense, when um, you know, I get it. Some people were complaining we didn't do much this year. We had a mm. couple free agency signings, but guess what? You you can look at it like this if you want. You signed an all-pro safety in Micah Hyde. We didn't mm-hmm. have him last year. Mm-hmm. We have him this year. That's a big deal. Second half of the season and in the playoffs, we didn't have Von Miller. We're going to get him back around mm-hmm. week five, week six. That's So you're going to – I'm just sorry, man. <laughs> sorry, man. Did Von say that or did somebody else say that? Von didn't say that. Von is starting week one according to Von. Per sources, per Von Miller. He's he's ready for week one. Per, per but, source. Per I'm source. Per, I'm sorry. So, yeah, so it's just we're a different team than we were last year down the stretch because our guys are going to be back. Mm-hmm. If we can be healthy, which I think we're going to be, I'm excited to see Jordan and Michael back together. I'm excited Agreed. to see Trey be Trey. You know, I'm excited to see Taylor Rapp be a part of this defense. Like, that's depth that, like, starting caliber depth that we didn't have before. Yeah, I, I'm i excited to see Puna Ford, um, who's mm-hmm. buried on the depth chart, but I think he is uh, – 
I think he has an opportunity to be a force. Jordan Phillips is going to be back healthy this year, which is big. Um, I still think there's a question mark on this defense um, as it pertains to middle linebacker and the shift of obviously coach calling the defense. So did you listen to coach's presser today or did you see him on good morning football? I didn't get a chance to watch the entire thing. I saw a certain clip and then I saw him like doing his, his hilarious. working out. Yeah. He was very um, pointed, but not purposefully responding to a question about, they asked him, are you excited to right call the defense? Are you excited to be doing that effectively again? And he responded with, now it's, it's been very much believed by Bill's mafia and even some of the media that, you know, this is Sean McDermott's team. This is Sean McDermott's defense. And even though Leslie Frazier was here, he was kind of a figurehead. They're running Sean McDermott's defense and Sean McDermott is calling everything. And Sean McDermott is deciding who plays and who doesn't play Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott, Sean McDermott the whole time. And even though like the defense is, flopped when it was most important it's all sean mcdermott's fault it's not leslie frazier and now leslie frazier's gone and everybody's worried and sean all that to say this sean which i hope i drove that home well enough Mm -hmm. sean basically said it's been great getting to know the players much better it's been great getting to know and being connected to the coaching staff much better it's been great being able to put my fingerprint is what he said on this defense which mm-hmm. and, and I don't think that he said that to combat what the fans believe about whose fault 13 seconds was, if that makes sense. So I, I'm interested to see kind of I feel like the defense is going to be more aggressive. I feel like the defense is going to be uh, it's not going to be quite shootout based. I feel like. I hope to see I want to believe that it's not going to be. Oh, we play a nickel four too. We don't mm-hmm. need to really game plan. We're just going to fix the mistakes we made last week against whatever game we played and make sure that we are ready to play this week. I think there's going to be way more film study. I think there's going to be way more trying to take away what offenses do best. I think there's going to be more game planning versus see, you know, we're going to roll see, our guys out there. That's What's my that? concern, though, Joe. So my concern is so with him saying, "Hey, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to putting my." prints on the defense i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Mm-hmm. okay cool i hear that and that's great but in the preseason and it's the preseason mm-hmm. in the preseason the game that we saw him call plays we looked awful not the first one he looked great in the first one well that second one it was the most penalties that i've ever seen from a buffalo bills team over was the, last offense, the offense the, i mean yeah. just in general it, the, the yeah, team in was, general it was, was defensive the penalties too it yeah, was, but there was but, but 10 of the 13 or nine of the 13 were on the offense. Okay. And I'll give you, so I mean, offense, yeah. but, but still it, like as a head coach, even though you're not calling the offense, mm-hmm. you're paying attention to that. You're paying your, so sure. certain things that you're the organization, the management, the people mm-hmm. management aspect of the job, are you going to lose sight of that? Are we mm-hmm. going to be a, a, a team that's not as disciplined as we should be now because the coach is paying attention to the defensive side only? I don't, I don't think this is going to be a problem. I'm just being devil's advocate here, giving something, no, you know, giving good. something to think about. But, good. you know, I, I'm excited to see Sean Carter defense, man. I I, I think the first – because, you like you mentioned, the first preseason game, the defense was blitzing and they were mm-hmm. – like they were everywhere, man. Like they were aggressive. So if that's if that's what we're getting from him, bring it. Bring it on. I'm just putting it out there that it could be good. It also – where I was going with that is it could, could be, be bad. bad. <laughs> be bad. and i'm not saying this offense can't outscore guys but i don't want to go into a season to me the opportunity to win a super bowl 
the odds go down if we're having to win 35 to 32 every week or 40 to 38, right? To me, at some point in time, your offense is not going to be able to execute. Somebody's going to figure something out or somebody's going to have a bad day, Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen, as much as we love him, still fumbles a lot in the NFL, right? Like he doesn't lose many. Joe. And all of a sudden, the, the INT bug has grabbed Joe, him. But Joe, Joe, you can't what? do that, man. Oh, it's, I'm not jinxing him. No, not jinxing him. You can't talk about Josh Allen fumbling or intercepting, you know, doing anything negative. We can't criticize our players. <laughs> okay. I, I, I didn't get that memo from Rumblings. <laughs> well, I'm just letting you know. We can't criticize Josh Allen. Okay. Noted. Noted. He fumbles too much and he throws the ball. He throws the ball to the other team in the red zone too much. Clean it up. Recently. Clean it up, man. And you'll be the MVP. I know you don't. I know it's a Super Bowl that we care about, but clean it up. Just take what the defense gives you every time. Take the easy. I know it sounds crazy. Take the easy. Whatever's the easiest. Every single play. Take it. You'll be MVP. That was also when it's a Super Bowl. Somebody needs to show him the tape from the COVID year because that's what it was. All of his taking what the defense gave him opened up all the other stuff that was down the field. That's why he was so incredible that year. And then it's just gone away the last two years. But we are a little little bit of an ADD moment there. Squirrel chasing the squirrel. But uh, it's time. It's time, right? So stick around for uh, uh, Line to Gain with uh, Sarah and Jerry Ostrowski. But uh, any final final comments before I get us out of here? Uh, Make sure, please make sure that y'all plan to um, participate in all the events on the 16th of September. There's so many things happening. Uh, There's there's another pod happening downtown with Cover One. And Mm -hmm. I think a a couple other groups are going to be down there. Then we have the beer release. And then Matt and his Matt and Ryan have Mm -hmm. their event. So it's, it's so much going on at home opener weekend. Please get out, support somebody, have some fun. And 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 let's be what Buffalo is supposed to be, right? Like what what's the what's the nickname for the city? Like That's the good city of, let's be that. Let's be that. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been tuned into the Hump Day Hotline on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. My name is Joe Miller, one of the hosts of the show, alongside Jay Spencer King. I'm out of breath. You can find him on Twitter at Jay Spence the King. Love you. Appreciate hanging out with us. Stick around, or I should say, jump over to Line to Gain with Sarah and Jerry Ostrowski. We'll talk to you guys soon. Go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs> What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. 
But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.